This is Nolan Abuo, number 74 from the Yellow Jackets football team, and you're listening to Inside the Hive. Welcome to Inside the Hive, where it's 24-7 Yellow Jacket Athletics. With the Christmas break coming up, we make sure to check in with basketball along with a couple extra guests. My first one, however, is Coach Nori. Coach, how you doing? I'm <laughs> doing, doing great. Thank you. Awesome. So, anyway, this weekend, split weekend, uh, one game didn't go quite the way you wanted it to. Uh, what are some of the takeaways from that game as far yeah. as uh, yeah. moving yeah. forward? Yeah, obviously. well, going into the weekend, we knew we had, to, we had two of the top teams in the conference going up, you know, with a lot of it, dealing with a lot of travel, a lot of different things that we were faced with. And uh, you're, you're right. I mean, we I thought, you know, Friday, I thought we went in there and anytime you get your, you put yourself in a position to win and and against a team like Mesa, I mean, they don't lose a lot at home. And, and uh, you know, I think we've been, I think we beat them once, you know, in the time I've been here at home. And I mean, it's, it's not an easy place, um, but but I thought we put ourselves in a great position. I thought we really made plays when we had to offensively, defensively. I thought that, you know, we did so many good things. And, you know, they had players that stepped up and made plays and hit big shots, timely shots, shots with, you know, three seconds on the shot clock, with, with a hand in their face, with, you know, getting big rebounds. We missed some big blockouts. Um, and and it, they just capitalized on those things. And, you know, looking at their team, I mean, they they start five graduate seniors or, or you know, redshirt seniors, and they bring another senior off the bench. And, you know, that's, that's who they play a lot of, and they get a lot of minutes. And, you know, experience is so valuable, um, especially in this RMAC. And I, I felt like Friday um, was a game that, that we definitely got better for, from we learned a lot from but i think that saturday's game was is a great example of the the experience in this league knowing how the challenges are and you know we spent from thursday to, to sunday we spent you know over 30 hours in a bus and it, it's you know we leave mesa we we get in about one o'clock in the morning you know, we, we, you know, we we don't get a shoot around time because of the time available was early in the morning, um, and you know it's it's something that we have to face. And talking about it is one thing, but experiencing that is is a completely different thing because you know Westminster too. That's a team that returned almost everyone. There's one piece that they did not have that they filled a, a, that gap with nicely, but they. They play um, five graduate seniors as well, and and they have three all conference players and on their team, and it's a team that is seasoned, been to the national tournament, and in fact, last year we played them. Um, you know, we had them down thirty at their place with last year's team, and just playing one of our best games of the year, and one of their best players, Sarah McGinley, told me you know, after the game that a big reason she came back is she didn't want to end her career with that loss on her plate because we ended up beating them by like 18 or something like that. But, you know, so they remember that stuff and that's that's experience and, and that is invaluable, um, you know, just, just having that. So they, I'm sure they had it marked on their calendar. We could not throw it in the stinking ocean coupled with the fact that we weren't guarding well. We didn't, we didn't have a great game 
you know, going into it, it felt like fatigue kind of owned us a little bit. Um, what do they say? Fatigue makes cowards of us all. And I, I just felt like, you know, there was a lot of things going against us. Um, we had to, you know, really bring it and in, in have an understanding of what we're, we're facing. And, uh, you know, just <laughs> nothing went right. I mean, it, it just was a tough, tough game on Saturday against a very good team. And, you know, so once again, I'm just thankful that we're back here, um, you know, at the at the DYC and and available to have, you know, time outside the bus and just being able to recoup our bodies. And, and you know, we had some sickness, too, that we're dealing with. And so it, it's it's a blessing to be back here for sure. Good. Yeah, well, we're happy you're back. Yeah. I mean, we, we want to watch some basketball here at home. Um, you know, going back to a couple of things that you said, it seems like travel always comes up in our conversations and it, it is tough. I don't think yeah. that people realize it. you know, uh, people will complain about a 10 hour trip or a six hour trip yeah. that they have to take and you're taking 13, 14 hour trips. Yeah. And you know, it's something that we actually take pride in, you know, in, in dealing with adversity and understanding that, you know, it's part of what we do, but, um, you know, when you deal with every trip we've been on has been an absolute, you know, we're stuck in Minot for another day because of the snow and ice. And then we're, you know, we had a 24 hour delay on the, in the airport on our way to Hawaii where we slept in the airport. Um, and then we had this last week, we had, uh, another delay of, of, because of weather and, you know, we even got to Evanston. I've never seen so many semis in my life pulling up there like they were just piles and some of those semis had been there for three days and you know there's there's a lot to deal with and and it's finals week and you know one thing I want you know everyone to kind of understand is that these these gals I mean they, they're carrying over a 3.5 GPA and they're mm -hmm. dealing not only with the travel and lack of sleep and and everything else I mean it, it's you know would we like to you know have them you know, there's only certain windows that we can practice because of other teams, and there's only certain things that we can do. You know, and I know it's frustrating for professors, and I know it's frustrating for, but like these kids are are taking their finals early before everyone else. You know, we're getting on the bus, we're traveling. You know, kind of not so great roads, maybe. You know, dealing with like the bouncy of the, you know, and 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 just getting stuff done there then i'm really proud of them for that i mean these 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 gals these young ladies are 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 doing so well in the classroom and you know th that's kind of their that's their priority that's what they have to get done it's it's mm -hmm. you know it's their faith it's their family it's just, they're here to get an education and mm -hmm. you know so so it is finals week too and that's that's a strain and then couple that with playing the you know a couple of the top two teams in the conference and everyone looks at us like hey what happened well it's a tough league and and people that say that don't really understand mm -hmm. what these kids go through and and you know it's 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 a lot and and uh but you know what we have such a good family um of of young ladies that that have been through this program that are in this program and have graduated through this program that you know they're a bunch of winners and and mm -hmm. you know we'll figure stuff out they say winners win well we'll you know we'll keep plugging away and and uh you know so it is it's grueling um and and we do the best we can 
to make it happen. But I do think, though, is from a basketball standpoint, just having that experience and understanding of the, some of these road trips, out that's one of the toughest ones that we'll take. Yeah, well, it's good to have the tough one out of the way. But to uh, go back on a couple of things you said, uh, you were talking about the student-athletes carrying over a 3.5 GPA. A lot of people forget these are student-athletes, students foremost. Yeah and athletes right. and so carrying over that 3.5 gpa that's huge to have it, for a team it, and it's over that we've been over a 3.5 for the last five years you know we've been we've run the won the breckler award twice which which is a huge accomplishment which is the top team gpa in the conference i mean you know we've we've won the the top um gpa in the universe you know for the university a few times i mean it's and that's a lot because we have a big team we have a large team and and you know this last year was the first time in a few years we've been under a three six and Mm -hmm. you know so so it's a lot more than a game for sure um but i i do think that there's carryover with high in, in in performance on the classroom and then performance on the court i do think that there's a lot of carry carryover from you know those results so yeah um a lot of stuff going on though for sure for these young women absolutely uh going back to what you were talking about with mesa um and then also into westminster so you yes you had some things to learn from with mesa um, but going to Westminster, you were saying how, you know, people might ask, well, what happened there? What happened there? Well, yeah. some things you, are just out of your control. I mean, you were talking about they're playing five senior graduates. And uh, it's tough to go against that, especially when they have that time against you. And also the grudge that you were talking yeah. about against uh, Black Hill State of losing to them by 18. Right. So going into that, it's not making excuses. It's putting into perspective what some people have to, what some teams have to deal with yeah. when they go to a visit or go to visit another right. school. So it's, you know, that's one thing I want to make clear is that it's not, it's not excuses. It's right. literally just coming in and being like, this is going to be a tough game right. and not going into a game saying, Oh, well this one <laughs> we're we might lose or, yeah. Oh, this one might be tough. It's this one is going to be tough, but we're going to give it our all. Yeah. Well, and, you know, the, on top of all those things, you know, we <laughs> last year that, you know, the team we did have, we got on a hot streak, ended up winning the conference tournament. And we're a team that teams don't necessarily like to play sometimes, but we also have a, a mark on our back. And, uh, you know, we've been to the national tournament three times, and we're some of these teams in the – you know, and that's just in the last five years. And some of these teams in the RMAC have never been to a, a national tournament. And, you know, for, for us to be in, in uh, you know, just a stor- short stint of whatever, eight years or how many years we've been in the RMAC, you know, for us to, you know, we've we made postseason every year but one. And, you know, it's it's something that these kids, they feel the pressure of that too. Um, they, they understand that, that there's, a, there's a high standard. Um, and a lot of times you can kind of shoot yourself in the foot because you do put so much pressure on yourself and then it gets overwhelming. And, you know, so, you know, our league this year is a very seasoned league. It's a, it's a league that a lot of returners, a lot of returning graduate kids, a lot of transfers coming in. Um, and, and so for us, like you mentioned, the, 
the uh, the grudge from last year, <laughs> our, a lot of our kids have no idea what that entailed, you know, and and uh, you know, so it it, it is. It, it, there's a lot of things that go go into that, and and mindset though, it is is such a huge piece, and and so we're we're working on that. Um, I love this team. I, I love the gals in this team. Um, but we're we're definitely work in progress, and, and we're just going to continue to just kind of grow. And you know, you know, there's a lot of growth in failure, failures more more so probably um, if it's taken the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, if you learn from it, if you learn from it, recognize, admit, learn, and forget. And you know, it's it's you know sometimes words are noise, and now it's a time of us recognizing and understanding some of the things like the missed blockouts, which you know, we need to get better at our post defense. We need to get a lot better at just making sure that, you know, when, when teams guard a certain way that, you know, there's other things that we can do and not get stagnant, you know, yeah, we're adjust team, to what's going on instead yeah, of just I mean, sticking with the plan, hoping yeah. that it works. We're, we're so much better offensively when we move the ball and, mm-hmm. and we, sometimes we have a tendency to get sticky fingers and, you know, some of our young kids, I need, we need them to kind of, not feel like you know we need to get them to understand their roles a little bit more on, from a standpoint of like not being scared to make mistakes and mm-hmm. and you know I don't want to kind of project that from what I say or do either so it's you know there's there's a lot of certain pieces <laughs> that go into making a team and and you know there's always something that you that 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 you're dealing with, and mm-hmm. and so, and that's good. I mean, you, you know, if it didn't if it didn't matter to you, then then you wouldn't care. But these kids right. truly care, and and so do we. So, that's that's some of the things that we're going through. So, gotcha. So, carrying what you just talked about into this weekend, of course, Saturday we play New Mexico Highlands. Sunday we play UCCS. Uh, both doubleheaders starting at two p.m. What are you concentrating on from this weekend? You were yeah. talking about the blockouts. You were talking about instilling, you know, a mentality in the ladies that you know don't be afraid to make mistakes. Try something. If something else is not working, be ready to try something else. Yeah. Uh, what are your goals? Well, just the understanding number one that we are a good team, and you know, but we have to do the things that we have to do the things that uh um you know that we're kind of stressing you know learning being coachable that way and not not holding on to mistakes or compounding mistakes but just taking them um but but that would be the first thing is getting our mind right that way um you know the other thing is just continue to work on our skill um we we need to make sure that we're visiting with some of these gals and just getting their minds right um going into the game um, making sure, I mean, it's the last game before Christmas. It's, you know, basketball is probably the longest season of, of every, I mean, we go from September to March and, and it's, you know, we, we cover all the holidays and everything. So like just making sure that, that we can lock in, um, and just have fun. I mean, you know, let's, let's go get it. Uh, you know, we got two games. Let's have a goal of getting Friday and then let's have a goal of getting Saturday and, Let's get this stuff done and, and, and be awesome. And uh, that's kind of our mindset right now. 
Saturday, Sunday. Oh gosh, See, there you go. I'm ready to go. Let's go right now. I exactly. Know, right? I, let, let's just get these things started. I'm so used to. Yeah, I know. It's oh man, that's yeah. That's one thing that we're gonna make sure everyone knows is it's Saturday, Saturday Sunday, Sunday, 2 yeah. p.m. both days, and yeah, we, uh, yeah, they're gonna be great games though. Yeah, that's they one thing they, sh- they should be. Everyone's a good team, and and uh, we got to be ready to go. But it starts with us, number one. Yeah. Yep. So, what is your ugly sweater, or what is your Christmas attire? I was going to say games? I got my ugly face right now. I <laughs> just got that going right now. But um, my other, uh, what was your question? <laughs> what, was, since, what do we got since going? It's our closest game to Christmas. Yeah. What's your uh, Christmas attire going to be? Of course, we oh know that gosh, I'm going to break Colton, out my ugly uh, jacket. But you, you have it down for all of us. I think. <laughs> oh. No, I, I, I really I don't uh, I don't I haven't thought about that too much. Maybe I'll re- wear a Rudolph nose or something. There you go. Um, I'm just, sure that won't defeat any of your. Uh, I, I just want to make sure. Right, right. I just <laughs> you know game time when it comes to game time. I'm pretty you know maybe I should loosen up a little bit. But I I just you know I don't I don't like the you know distractions uh, sort of be you know things. But but I just. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe after our game for Coach Thompson's game, I'll freaking put put a uh, as long as you put on reindeer, the reindeer outfit an, out or, something. or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. So, but yeah. Um, and then last question: What are your Christmas plans? Do you have any big? Nah, plans No, just spend time with my family. You know, and just it's been a while. Just you know, it's not. It's such a busy lifestyle this time of year, and and I'm blessed to be doing it. But but just kind of refill the cup with family and and spend some time maybe make some some bake some things and make some some lefts of my dad used to make um my mom and dad so so maybe do some of that and and um, who knows start a nutrition tradition and you know do do something crazy you know as far as a family goes so who who knows but I'm, i'm i will be looking forward to that too awesome coach yeah thank you Well, again, those games are on Saturday, Sunday this weekend against New Mexico Highlands and UCCS, both starting at 2 p.m. for women and 4 p.m. for men. Uh, We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Your loved ones deserve the utmost comfort when visiting Spearfish. If you're looking for the perfect place to get the family together, the Spearfish Holiday Inn and Convention Center has the most updated and comfortable rooms in town. Make your reservations today at the Spearfish Holiday Inn and Convention Center. And welcome back to Inside the Hive. I am here with two wonderful athletes from the women's basketball team. Can you guys introduce yourself, please? Yes, I'm Ashley Davis from Belcourt, North Dakota, and I'm a fifth-year senior. And I'm Raven Knoyer from Mission, South Dakota, and I'm a junior. I would have said that, but I would not have remembered all of it. (laughs) Anyway, so this last weekend, can you tell us in your own words kind of your thoughts on it? I know that Saturday didn't quite go the way you wanted it, but... Still, there are some takeaways from a negative game like that. Um, and as Coach and I were talking about earlier, you know, there's things to learn from that. And it's one of those teams where it just, they are that tough. It's nothing yeah. happened. It was just, they are that tough. Yeah, I agree. Um, there are some big things that we can take away from this weekend. Uh, our first game against Meso, it was a really close game. I think it was really good. It showed a lot of fight from our girls. And, um, when we played Westminster, I guess there's just a lot of things that we can learn from, and it was good for us. And we got right back to it today, and this weekend will be better. Oh, absolutely. Uh, what do you think, Ashley? Kind of going off that, it was another road trip, and we've been on the road a lot this season. 
And I think we just have to learn to put together games back to back on the road, including what we eat, traveling. We need to make sure we're fueling ourselves and getting the right amount of sleep. Mm-hmm. It's hard when you go from traveling all the way to Mesa and then getting on the bus after the game, traveling four hours, getting fed a little bit of food. I mean, <laughs> not really what you want to eat. <laughs> so it's like, oh, this looks good, but I don't really feel like eating it. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing we got to work with. And then getting into the hotel at like 2 a.m., 1 a.m., having to get up the next morning and kind of repeat that day again. It's a challenge, but it's something that we have to figure out how to deal with it and put together two games on the road. Absolutely. So uh, Coach was telling us that you've almost had a a delay in almost every travel game that you've played so far i mean whether it's ranged you know sleeping in the airport overnight or else uh even in this last one you were you had to delay one day because of a snowstorm and how is that as an athlete it's definitely tough on our bodies i mean sleeping in an airport uh, Mm -hmm. how comfortable is that yeah but yeah it is tough on our bodies being on the bus all day but it's just something that we got to work with like there's nothing we can do about it right respond right to it right you just gotta kind of get up and do what you do luckily you young people can do that (laughs) people if we did that it's it's not good for us gotta kind of roll with the punches (laughs) yeah i feel like for the most part like we've stayed positive through all of it like it is hard it does suck but you don't really ever see us super down or Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh this sucks we're just kind of like all right here we go let's get through this thing yeah (laughs) absolutely you know and that's that's one thing that i keep telling uh coach is just seeing you guys it seems like you always have a positive attitude i have yet to see one of you in a negative attitude and i just love that about you guys (laughs) um so moving into this weekend we play uh, new mexico highlands and uccs is there anything that you guys are doing to uh, prepare for that game uh, that might be different from what you do before or can you take us through kind of your pregame ritual as far as uh, these two teams um, we're incorporating a lot more of competing into our practices this week, getting us ready for this weekend. It'll be fun to have some home games. We always pick up a lot of momentum playing at home, and yeah, we're just we're back to the grind and we're ready for the weekend. Yep, ready for that Christmas break, hopefully. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, with that though, we, c- we got to finish out first before we kind of lock out for Christmas mm-hmm. break. But I think this this week of practice, it's definitely changed a little bit with like Raven said, competing and kind of just finding like our fight and like, yes, we just came off of a 40 point loss ish. So we were eager to get back and to make changes and to hopefully not let that happen again. Yeah. So, I mean, we came back at it good this weekend. Yeah. And it wasn't like you guys came back and just moped around. It was like, nope, we learned that we need to do something different. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do different, something different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was great to see. Uh, so any big plans for Christmas? Um, I'm just going back home, going to enjoy the relaxation with my family, open up some presents, eat a lot of food. There you go. (laughs) There you go. I get to be on the road a lot. I go to my dad, which is eight hours first. And then Christmas Eve, I'll travel six hours to my mom's. So a lot of, a lot of traveling, but it's worth it. Just being with both sides of the family. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, as they're going to see in the Christmas special, I'm going to call this weekend, <laughs> uh, the crowd's going to enjoy a couple videos, but I wanted to ask these questions here. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Go ahead, Rafe. 
Okay, my favorite Christmas movie is The Grinch. I guess my favorite all-time movie, not even just Christmas, is The really? Grinch. Really? The yeah. Grinch. And yes. this is like the uh, Jim Carrey live-action yep. Grinch is still Christmas. The new, one, the new one's a disgrace. I, I don't ever watch that one. Okay. It's horrible. Noted. Yeah. Don't waste your time. What's really funny is I think that that was the second movie I've ever seen in a theater. Was really? The Grinch is still Christmas. Yeah. And the little girl that plays Cindy Lou Who... She's actually a rock star now. Oh, like oh my gosh. literal rock star, like <laughs> tattoos and everything. Wow, I'll have to look her up. Yep, Taylor Momsen, <laughs> singer for the Pretty Reckless. Big fan, big fan. All right, Ashley. What's and yours? my favorite movie, I would say Home Alone. Home Alone. <laughs> what? Why Home Alone? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> Honestly, that was the first movie that came to mind. Okay, The Grinch came <laughs> to mind first, and then Raven said, "No, I'm taking that one." I said, "Oh, <laughs> oh what's that movie where that?" That little boy is Home Alone. What's that called? <laughs> it's Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, Home Alone. <laughs> no, that's great. Uh, it's you know that movie in itself is just stupid funny. It just is because really funny. the things that those guys go through trying to steal from this house, and at a point you're like, okay, they're not trying to steal anymore. They're just trying to get back at this kid. But yeah. <laughs> I just think some of the things they thought of, because even as an adult, it, like the people who were writing the movie. I was just like, okay, what was going through their minds to figure <laughs> that out? Like, the paint can scene? Yeah. Honestly. Gotta give the of that? little boy some credit, though. Yeah. He's pretty pretty intelligent oh, yeah. to come up with the things yeah, he comes he, up with. He pulled that off pretty well. <laughs> and not only once, but twice. Yeah. I mean, good for him. Good for that kid. Um, and then, let's see. Which question do I want to go with here? Let's say, if you could be any character from a Christmas movie, what would that character be? Well, I think I'd want to be on the polar, one of the characters from the Polar Express, just because, have you, the hot chocolate, doesn't it look so good? Like, it looks, the hot chocolate on the train? Everything <laughs> it looks <them>. so good. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to try I, the hot chocolate. You just want to try the hot chocolate. Yeah, basically. Fake hot chocolate just does not sound that good to me. It but looks so good. The thing about that movie is everything looks too real. You know, it's supposed to be an animated movie, but it just looks too realistic. It, it does look kind of scary. Yeah, there's some parts I'm just like, yikes, that scares me a little bit. But anyway, okay, Polar Express. So would you want to be the nerdy kid off of the Polar Express? I can be the nerdy kid. Okay, I mean, as long as you get to try the hot chocolate. Yeah, right? whoever, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gosh, I just... I could be the guy on top of the train. There you go, yeah. yeah the, the crazy guy? Oh, man, the crazy guy. Yeah. <laughs> that scene was nuts. Oh. But, oh, that nerdy kid just drove me up a wall when I saw that movie. <laughs> oh, I could not stand him, because I knew about two or three of them growing up, and I was like, I, <laughs> and I might have been one of them, but... <laughs> Ashley, what's, what would be your character? My character, honestly, I'm not a big movie person, first of all. Every time I watch a movie, I fall asleep. So this is kind of a hard question, but I had some options from Raven and Colton, and they gave me Buddy the Elf. And I was like, sure, I'll go with Buddy the Elf. Okay, <laughs> she could little... be the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the best way to spread Christmas cheer? Um. And this is one. an elf quote. It's off oh. the movie The Elf. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this is not a question for me. Oh, god. I probably fell asleep during this part. <laughs> it's on you, Rave. I'm trying to, like... <laughs> I've literally watched this movie so many times, too. He's in the mall. 
He's talking to the lady. <laughs> Sing loud for all to hear. Oh, it even rhymed. Yeah. Best way to spread Christmas cheer huh. to sing loud for all to hear. I'll have to remember well, that one. I'll remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we wish you the best of luck this weekend. Again, your games are Saturday, Sunday this weekend instead of the usual Friday, Saturday. I said that right. So Saturday, yep. Sunday. Instead of the usual Friday, Saturday. And game times are at 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. Um, for men's and women's. Heard through word of mouth that uh, Joe and Karen were looking at retiring and my wife and I looked into it and decided we wanted to do something different. I knew the business would work by visiting with Joe and Karen looking at things, but I needed a bank. I went and visited with Pioneer Bank and set it up the way we wanted and I mean everything worked. So they've been great. The rest of history, here I am. <laughs> Pioneer Bank and Trust is local. All right, and welcome back to Inside the Hive. Right now, I'm sitting with assistant men's basketball coach Kyle Lawson. Coach, how you doing? Doing pretty good. How are you doing, Colton? Doing good. So, uh, coming off this week, I uh, have two wins on your back pocket, correct? Correct, yeah. All right. Two big ones on the road. That is. Two very big ones on the road. And you guys are in the middle of a pretty, pretty tough part of your schedule. Can you tell us what you've been doing to start powering through this definitely obviously we're looking ahead to see you know who we got and preparing scouting wise um we're, we're trying to touch on that that second game early on in the week and then kind of prepare like we normally do for that friday game um, but really just trying to keep the guys fresh i mean obviously it's finals week um, it's a little bit easy to keep or to kind of look forward to winter break but trying to keep them present trying to keep them healthy and fresh so not overdoing it on the court but making sure they're getting all the things they're supposed to on the court and obviously getting extra shots and they're counting Coach Kellen Anderson's doing a great job with them in the weight room and not overloading them during this last part of the semester. Yeah, this this part of the semester is a really tough part, and especially, you know, coming off of this last uh, trip. It was a long, long trip. Yeah, it was really long. It took about just over 11 hours to get to Colorado Mesa, had a couple stops in between. Um, and then after that game, uh, and obviously both games went into overtime, the women's game and then our game, supposed to get in at two in the morning, ended up getting in at three. And then we turn around and play the next night against Westminster. And then, you know, we had to stay an extra night in Salt Lake City. Um, and then that turned into a 13 hour bus ride, guys getting in late about 10 p.m. on Monday um, or Sunday, I should say. And then final starting or continuing on that following Monday. So it's been a, been of a heck of a couple of weeks for yes, us. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like it. So can you tell us a little bit about this uh, road trip as far as the games go, uh, how they went for you guys? Yeah, obviously that first game against Colorado Mesa, it was tough. I mean, coach DeGeorge there over at Colorado Mesa and his staff, they do a really good job and they just have so many like players. They're big, strong, tough, can defend. Um, they don't shoot a bunch of threes, but they're pretty efficient from the three. Um, I think we did a really good job defensively um, kind of locking up their personnel um, and they hit some hit some good shots against us but um, it kind of seemed like Joel had an off night but he had 27 and 14 and then Adam Musa is just doing his thing and especially off the ball he came up with seven steals and then um, Sava Dukic got it going from three that game which is nice to see kind of struggling a little bit and then Sindhu we just kind of rely on him defensively and you know we put him in spots to cut and finish at the basket and I just think we're playing really good team basketball too we we finished that game with 16 assists um what and we're really sharing the ball no that's perfect and you know it makes for some great offense and great basketball to watch uh specifically 
Um, moving on to Westminster, it seems like uh, they just kind of hung on. Yeah. Like we were talking about before the interview, uh, it just seemed like they were always there. There wasn't really a time where you just took off and just left them in the dust. It was a battle to the end. 100%. They're uh, traditionally just a really tough team, and that game um, obviously was tough, but they, they played without their best players, so they knew they had to scrap and fight for every little thing, more so than what they normally do because they were without 18 points a game and Yusuf Muhammad. Um, and like you said, they just kind of hung around. We'd get out to maybe an 8-9, 10-point lead, but then they'd come back and hit a couple timely shots or come up with an offensive rebound um, or just someone that – is stepping up to the plate. I kind of forget who might have hit a couple of shots, but I know Torbert hit a couple early on, and um, their point guard Kitzman is just a stud and kind of a winning kid. So um, they're always tough and well coached, and Coach uh, Parrish over there at, at Westminster does a really good job too. Perfect. It, yeah, it was a fun game to watch. And speaking of fun games to watch, we have a couple coming up this weekend with UCCS and New Mexico Highlands. Of course, I said that in reverse order. Uh, New Mexico Highlands starts on Saturday at 4 p.m. for you guys. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about how you're preparing for that game? You know, I haven't watched a ton on, on New Mexico Highlands. Our other assistant coach, Coach Krogman, has kind of taken the, the lead on, on their scouting report. But traditionally, they play up-tempo. They're fast. They pressed. Um, and they and they just they're just so different. That's what always makes those games um, kind of difficult, I think, for everyone around the league, but for us especially because we're kind of uh, an organized, you know, system-oriented team. And sometimes when you play up tempo like that and they're pressing, um, you don't quite get to all those ball screens that we normally typically get to. And then they have a lot of talent. They're very athletic. They can shoot the ball and they get up and down and they're really athletic and kind of change the game defensively. Right. So how are they going to accommodate for? some of the shooters on Black Hills State, do you think? I think the way that they will get after it defensively is by using their athleticism, maybe putting a taller player on uh, on someone like Asava Dukic who's, who's getting hot from three um, and try to disrupt him and make him uncomfortable and try to get rid of the ball instead of being comfortable right as soon as he catches it. Um, they're going to rotate. They're going to fly around. Um, so that's what's going to make us a little, I wouldn't say frantic, but we may get shots that we're nor not normally used to getting. Um, and we'll just kind of have to settle in with that pace and, and practice, you know, with the time leading up to what we got on Saturday. Gotcha. So moving on into UCCS, another very tough team for you guys. Uh, is there going to be much difference between Saturday and Sunday as far as play style? Yeah, definitely. I, they don't get up and press as much as, as New Mexico Highlands does, but they are very long. They're very athletic, um, and they play a lot of people. Like I was just typing up the scattering report, and they got about 12 people that, that they play, so it's kind of tough. You know, they got their kind of top five, but they got a bunch seven other guys that seems like they can hurt you, and whether it's someone hitting a couple threes or someone getting some offensive rebounds, um, that's one thing that they do really well is they hit the offensive glass and then they got a stud in Elijah Kamithier who's averaging just under 23 points and then a stud of a kid from Colorado uh, Janiel Fugit uh, who was at West Texas and helped them with their kind of championship runs down there so they're tough they're athletic they just do it in a different way and not pressing up and getting up and down the way New Mexico Highlands would right so it's going to be a bit of a shift it's not going to be like a continuation from one game to the next that's right. That'll be fun to watch and just different type of basketball. Definitely. I mean, it's uh, when you could change it a little bit. And even if it's little nuances here and there, it's just fun to watch from a uh, 
uh, spectator standpoint Definitely. anyway. And there's there's millions of ways to win a game, and there's no right way to do it because people win playing extremely slow, extremely fast, and a lot of teams do it in between too. So it, it, it's interesting, contrast of styles. Yeah, it, as my uh, uncle would say, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> oh, man. So I asked Coach Nori this, but what is your Christmas attire for this weekend? Ooh. I, th- I don't know that Coach Thompson's going to want to go with the ugly sweaters. <laughs> um, I think we'll probably stick with the quarter zips. Um, there's a good chance we may pull out another polo this weekend, considering the games are at f- uh, two and four. Um, but, you know, I-, I may just have to keep myself on my toes because I never know. But I, I hey. don't think the ugly sweaters will come out this weekend. Even if it's ugly socks at this point, I'll count that as a win. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just- I'm usually wearing those. <laughs> <laughs> Well, perfect, Coach. Well, thank you for taking the time to talk to us, and uh, we wish you the best of luck. Awesome. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me on. No problem. All right, stick around for more Inside the Hive right after this. Your vehicle is the lifeline to work and play. Finding your next upgrade can be complicated and expensive. You shouldn't settle for a vehicle at a random sales lot. Choose a dealer who guides you to a better decision. For over 90 years, the people at Junix and Spearfish have helped countless people like you make better vehicle decisions. Click on the link to see what's available, then schedule a test drive to see what's possible with Junix Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram on West Jackson in Spearfish. Welcome back to Inside the Hive. I am here with two men's basketball athletes. Can you introduce yourself, please? Hey, I am Sindhu Cisse, guard from Harlem, New York, uh, senior. And I'm Riker Sisterick, a forward from Highland Ranch, Colorado, and I'm a sophomore. Perfect. So you guys just came off of a pretty big weekend. Uh, your schedule has been pretty tough uh, these last few games. Can you give us a little insight from an athlete as to what that's been like so far? Um, it's been It's been tough. Honestly, like we just got stuck on the road in Utah on Sunday and we drove from like nine in the morning to 10 p.m. But I mean, we spent a lot of time together, so our team chemistry is pretty good. So I'd say it's going good. Good. It was definitely a really long road trip. So it's great that we came away with two wins Mm -hmm. after the super long drive and played two really tough teams and able to pull off the wins in both games and overtime. Sava Dukic had a clutch three to send it to overtime against Colorado Mesa. And we just had the motivation to win the game after that. Yeah. No, that was a fantastic game to watch. Uh, sending it to overtime, how how do you respond to that as a team? Does that change anything, or is it, well, we're just playing another uh, portion of basketball? Um, I would say, especially, like, how it ended. Like, we got the last shot. We made the last bucket, so we kind of had all the momentum. So, like, you just got to capitalize off that and let it carry on. So I feel like once that happened, it's like it woke us all up and we was like, all right, it's time, to, it's time to get going. Yeah, time to take care of work. Yeah. What do you think? Um, we definitely had a lot of momentum going into overtime, and we, we got really hyped after, the, like, the shot hit, and then they missed their final shot at the buzzer. So we got really hyped. But then our point guard, also a sophomore, Adam Musa, he just was trying to tell us that we still got games to play, like, part, or like the game to play, and we still mm-hmm. got to finish it out. Yeah. And so we just still had to go out there and try and win the game we did. Yeah, so it's just shifting the focus more from, oh, we're going into overtime, or, oh, we just sunk that shot to, no, we're playing more basketball. Yeah. Let's focus on that. Exactly. Perfect. Um, so you're talking about that. So 
does that hype that you were talking about carry into Westminster the next day? Um, definitely, yeah, because like it, like the swagger, like the momentum, still like carries on. Because like that was a big win for us. So it was like we feel good after that. We feel confident. So it definitely carries on to the next game. Perfect. It was a really big win because Colorado Mesa was picked number one in the pre preseason rankings to like win the conference. So that was a huge win for us and definitely carried it over to into Westminster. However, like the four and a half hour drive that it took after Colorado Mesa to go drive to Salt Lake, that kind of tore, like wore on us. So it kind of came out slow, especially in our shoot around before the game. And it kind yeah. of showed the first couple minutes of the game, but we got it back into it. Yeah, coach was telling me that you guys got in at 3 a.m. or something like that in the morning? Yeah, we did. We did get in super, super late. But, I mean, I feel like that's what comes with it. So, yeah, you just that, got to – That's, that's college one of basketball. our core values. You just got to stay prepared no matter what. So, Perfect. I feel like we yeah. did a good job. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, being able to come off of that and, you know, beat a team like Westminster. And the one thing I noticed with that game is it seemed like they were always there. Like yeah. they, they, you didn't, you know, have a 13, 14 point disparity. Yeah. It was, they, you know, you would get ahead a little bit, then they'd have a couple good shots and then yeah. get ahead. Um, coach touched on this a little bit, but does that mess with you at all as a student athlete when you're playing and you're, you know, you pull away a little bit, you go on a run and then all of a sudden they answer, what do you do after that? I mean, I feel like you always, want to like smack a team beat them by 20 but like when it really comes down to it you know the capability of that team too like you know that they're they're undefeated they're one of the top teams in the RMAC so it's like we know it wasn't it just it wasn't going to just be easy so it was like no matter what we got to stay focused stay posed and just be the calmer team so mm -hmm. be sharp what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> he was asking basically that if like when like we get a big lead and then they just come back, does it ever like mess right. our mental? Um, I mean, you just won't really want to like just to like stop their lead and stop their momentum. You just want to get a bucket, just one defensive stop, just to stop the momentum. And so like when they are going on their run, all we're trying to do is just get one stop or get a bucket to try and limit their run. And that's the game. Like basketball is a game of runs, and all mm -hmm. you, to like win games, you just gotta limit those runs. Yeah, you just gotta you gotta be able to withstand their best shot. So it's like if you could take their best shot and all their runs and still like come out on top, then it just shows that you're a better team. To quote one of my favorite shows, uh, they don't ask how, they ask how many. Is that does that apply here? Yeah, <laughs> it definitely does. I'd say. Um, so. Too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> So as far as going into this uh, upcoming weekend, uh, you guys have another couple of difficult teams to beat. And with it being at home, does that kind of change uh, the mentality as far as, okay, you know, we, we had these good games, how do we carry that into this weekend? Does that change how that works or is it basically the same as just a court, basketball, try to make as many points? I mean, I feel like it's kind of the same, but like when you're at home, you get like an extra oomph. Like it's like you're more amped to play because mm -hmm. like it's in front of your fans, you're at home, and it's like the crowd's cheering for you. But like usually I like playing on the road because it's like the, the crowd is cheering against me. So it just gives you a little bit me, more of a drive. Gets me going, so yeah. I'll definitely say, I mean, playing at home is fun, but I like playing on the road better. Gotcha. No, that's understandable. Yeah. Um, I definitely think. 
like for this two like these two upcoming games it has to be the same like mentality going into them cuz it's two teams that can compete for a conference championship again and like Thompson or coach Thompson told us at the end of practice today that New Mexico Highlands like they thought themselves that they were going to win their conference this year and they've started 0 3 in conference but they're going to come out and try and beat us. Yeah. And UCCS, Colorado Springs like they've had some tough games and they've also won their share of games and they're right up, are also right up there. So we just have to have the same mentality as going to like we're the underdogs and we got something to prove and we have something to prove all season long. Right. No, that's a great mentality to have. Um when you're going into a difficult game like this, obviously the mental role is big. Mm-hmm. Uh, how is it different as far as the mentality when you're going into, say, a game that's not going to be as challenging? Are you looking at them all the same, like a must-win game? Or are you looking at them like, hey, you know, this one, maybe not as much, and I don't have to try as hard, or is it I'm going all to the wall for this game no matter who it's against? I mean, I feel like that's how we should think every game. Like, if you take a team lightly, then – Chances are they can potentially beat you. Like especially coach days, any team could be forty point better on any night. So it's like we have to take every team seriously and treat them all the same. If I'm being honest with you, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, Man, in many words. Well, no. yeah, like Sindhu said, uh, any team can be any team in this conference, and it just depends on who who plays better, like and who plays harder on each night. And oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. And I'll I just mean, put the Jeopardy music just, right here. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it comes down to execution at yeah. all times. It's like it's the team that can be better at executing that night. Right. So like, you could be having a bad night, and if you execute, you could still win just by being sharp and executing and stuff like that. Awesome. Well, it sounds like or it looks like you got got what you thought back. Yeah. So like, you really don't want to take a team lightly. But, like, you also have the mentality, and, like, Coach talks about all the time that can't take this team lightly. Like, this game's, like, the same as every other game. But I feel like a lot of the time what happens is it just – there's just something, like, the back of your head that just tells, like, you that this team isn't as good. So chances, like – Kind of change. Yeah, you're Oftentimes, not. like, teams that are playing these lower-ranked teams kind of come out worse or just play better. Mm-hmm. And now they're playing from behind when they really should be beating a team by 20, 30 points. Right. They're playing to the team's level, but they're not yeah. – actually playing to their level yeah, right know, but i feel like level. that's what if you're able to look past that and like play better like play the same way you would play a different team that kind of just separates you from all the other teams in the league mm-hmm. like if you can be the same team whether against the top team or a lower ranked team and still come out on top then i feel like that's kind of what separates absolutely you. so would you say that the mentality behind playing a game is very important when it comes to being an athlete like it's overcoming that little voice that you were talking about of just saying okay this is a must-win game and just think about that for almost every game it's a mentality part I think is very important for a student athlete would you guys agree with that definitely and uh, especially basketball too I feel like basketball is more of like a confidence game like you can have all the skill you can have all the other stuff but if you're not like really confident then you kind of it affects you, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And when you have a you know a team sport like this, it's important to have all parts of the team at the hundred percent mentality mode yeah, because yeah, if yeah. you have one weak link, it's it's not going to be good for the rest of the team. Yeah, and that's why everybody has to be bought in too. So it's like if everybody's not bought in, 
then it kind of affects the team. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, switching gears on you here a little bit. Uh, so we just filmed a couple videos that people are going to enjoy during the game. Um, what would you say is your favorite Christmas movie? My favorite Christmas movie has to be Santa Claus 2 with Tim Allen. It's just a classic that I've always watched as a kid, or like since I was a kid. And there's a whole series, Santa Claus 1, 2, and 3 with Jack Frost. Um, and it's just one of my favorite Christmas movie like series. And also up there, I have to put Polar Express just because it's a classic. My favorite Christmas movie is Home Alone 3. I mean, and it's, it's just because... <laughs> <laughs> so why it's do you like, say it's terrible? It's just not the same as the first two Home Alones. Like, you can't... Nothing competes with the two robbers from the first two Home Alones. Nothing competes with Kevin, Ke the original Kevin McAllister. Like, uh, but because it's a Christmas Home Alone is better than every single other Christmas movie. The other two Home Alones are Christmas Home Alones. Oh. And they're just... They're Dan, just and Home Alone 1 is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. But, you know... Uh, home, is it Home Alone 2 that Donald Trump's in? <laughs> All right, we won't get political here. We won't get political here. Um, but no, I, I agree. Home Alone, very good movie. You yeah. know, uh, Polar Express, I was talking about this with uh, women basketball athletes, and uh, it's just, they try to make too real of a movie out of animation, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, it's just creepy almost in some way, you yeah. know? I've tried to watch that movie, but every time I watch it, I. I fall asleep. I can't. It, I can't. There's too much singing, man. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. tired of the singing. I, you know, I can't I can, watch that movie. Yeah. I can't. You don't like the singing when they're singing to the stars? It's like <laughs> oh, one of the best parts. Oh my gosh, no. I, you know, and that's kind of the Grinch in me, and that's one of the characters that people would probably say I match up with the most. But uh, I, I, I love Christmas, but I just I don't need to hear everyone sing. Uh, like, Christmas. Music, Christmas songs, oh my goodness. It's the best time of the year. It's horrible. It's like, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. There's a limit this weekend. Yeah, hopefully. It's definitely overplayed, but so catchy. And just that song is good, but it's like, yeah. All I Want for Christmas is You, bud. All I Want for Christmas is You. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, a movie that, like, you know, the fans might dislike that I haven't seen is Elf, and that's typically everyone's. You haven't seen Elf? I haven't seen Elf. Oh, That's typically man. everyone's favorite Christmas, like up there in the Christmas movies. Oh, it's fantastic. We're actually going to have some clips this weekend, so you're going to have to I haven't know, seen obviously either. listen to Coach, but if you get a chance, just peek up. And I mean, Will Ferrell's one of my favorite actors, too. I just haven't seen oh it. Oh, gosh. I have seen that movie. Elf with yeah. Will Ferrell? Yeah, I've yeah. seen that movie. That movie is fire. <laughs> that movie is okay, fire. Okay, I'll, I'll ask you a question that uh, I asked the female athletes. What is the best way to spread Christmas cheer? And this is a quote from Elf. I've never seen Elf, so how am well, I supposed to know this? I got seen horrible it. memory, so I cannot tell you. <laughs> but I feel like, I mean, just just giving and caring, I'd say. Well, just like showing that you care about other people, like showing them that, love no matter what. That is true, but the quote goes, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is to sing loud for all to hear. So I think that's where it comes, why you and I may not like the singing is... It's just mm. everywhere and all over the place. So you want to sing since you love Christmas? Hey, yeah. If there is a Christmas song that comes up during warm-ups this weekend, please let there be a Christmas song. I will sing that. All right. Well, clear. I will make sure to put a Christmas song on just Let's for you. Go. Give us a sneak peek now. Yeah, come wow. on. What what song would you, if I were to put on, what song would you sing along to? Uh, I mean, Mariah Carey, 
All I Want for Christmas. Like, I know the words the most to that one. So sing it. I'm not singing right now. So <laughs> I need, like, the noise to, like, block it out. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Hey, I have a question for you. Yes. Is Die Hard a Christmas mu- movie? Ooh, that is a good question. I would say yes. Why? Just because it takes place during Christmas? Yes. Because we could say the same thing about Home Alone. It takes mm. place during Christmas, but Ooh. does it technically See. match everything as far as, like, the, you know, the Grinch that stole Christmas? Obviously, a Christmas movie because it bases a lot of it on Christmas. Yeah, but the name, mm-hmm. you know, Home Alone. Yeah, exactly. But Home Alone, yeah, happens around Christmas. But does that make it a Christmas movie? Well, if that's the case, then yeah, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. That's a fair point. That is. That doesn't make a lot of sense, actually. So, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, I'm gonna have to go with Grinch Stole Christmas, the live action with Jim Carrey, just because I'm a Jim. I'm a Jim Carrey you guy. Huge Jim Carrey guy. Yeah. He's mad funny. Oh, yeah, I love him. Um, let's see. And then the other one was, if you could be a character, who would that be? Um, would you, you would be the Grinch? Oh, I'd be the Grinch. Well, people would tell me I'm the Grinch. Uh-huh. I feel like I'd be Buddy the Elf, just because I feel like I'm goofy enough to be Buddy the <laughs> Elf. Uh, but, yeah, what about you two? I would definitely say the Grinch, just because he's... I don't know. I didn't really like Christmas as a kid. And then, like, towards, I forgot. I think it's the newer, like, cartoon. And then he started liking Christmas towards the end and stuff. But I don't, like, really <laughs> celebrate it, so I couldn't really yeah. relate. You feel me? But. You had a weird look on your face. What What were you thinking over there? Just how you liked the cartoon one better than the live action. But that's just the most recent one that I watched. Mm. It happened to be. Oh, the, so. Well, no, actually, in the part of the story is at the end, he his heart grows uh, three sizes bigger because he yeah. starts to like Christmas. But Right. So well, what about you? I, I mean, if I were to be a character from a, a Christmas movie, I think I said the train constructor from Polar Express. Just because he's mean old Tom Hanks or... Is he mean? No, but he's like showing these kids like the true meaning of Christmas, and like he's proven that you have to believe in order for like what is it? Believe? I don't remember the exact quote, but like you have to believe in like the true Christmas spirit to like see and like have things come true with like Santa Claus. Ah. So it's just true meaning. The true meaning of Christmas. Yeah. I don't know. I thought he was just mean. (laughs) Oh. by far one of the best scenes in cinema history. Oh boy. History. Let's so when they're going against the frozen lake and like the lake starts to break and they have to like find the tracks and they're drifting all over the place and they succeeded. I've never seen that. Fast and Furious Polar Express Drift. Movie tonight. It's Fast Maybe. and Furious Polar Express Drift. Uh, let's see. That brings up a good question. What is the best scene, now that you said yours, what is the best scene in cinematic history from a movie you've seen doesn't have to be Christmas this time um I would say well one of my favorite movies is White Man Can't Jump so I would say that that, that, <laughs> very, that very last play <laughs> when they win the game okay so okay I would definitely say that have you guys seen Mad Max Fury Road I have not I think I've is I'm that not the sure. dog no that's a uh, um oh, is that the one where it's like dystopian future and they drive trucks and stuff around. But are they like in a um, like this race? 
Mm-mm. I think I'm talking. No, about that's that Death Race. Death Race. Death Race. Yeah, I like that one too. That one's good. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Oh, I forgot the actor that's in it, but anyway, man, we got off topic. But anyway, yeah. no, this is good though. <laughs> no. Um, anyway, going into this weekend, we wish you guys the best of luck. We know it's going to be challenging, but it's going to be a fun game to watch, fun couple of games to watch, and uh, we'll be cheering loud for you. I definitely will be cheering from the control room. So if you hear me, it's you know I'm thank getting you. into the game. So oh, thank you. Uh, Appreciate it. Anyway. That's going to do it for us from Inside the Hive. Thank you, fellas. Games again are going to be Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Women's at 2, men at 4. For everything Inside the Hive and BHSU Athletics related, be sure to go to bhsuathletics.com. And from all of us here at BHSU Athletics, have a happy holidays and go Yellow Jackets. Go Yellow Jackets, woo! This has been a Black Hill State University Athletics production. Fear this sting.